0: Well, can I give you some feedback at this point? Um, I think it's good that you're asserting yourself if you feel like you need to, and, and uh, you know, making known exactly what you feel and, uh, and helping things move along in terms of the group effort, in terms of getting the secretary organized and so on. So that, that's good. As we're speaking, maybe you when you communicate with your coworkers and your boss, you're different but but I should probably uh, just reflect to you that there's a sense of indignation in your voice and the sense of the sense of blame that we've talked about in the past. Uh, so. That, that's the problem you know we've, we've talked about blame and uh, how how blame gets in the way of moving forward with resolving your own feelings now when i hear you when i hear this blamefulness in your voice i you know it just it's i just can't uh, it's so prominent that i i can't avoid noticing it and you have to understand what I'm saying here it's not it's really regardless of of the conditions that you're facing. It has nothing to do with the conditions that you're facing. This is the inner attitude that we're talking about that enables you to to move forward. You know, even if you had the most horrific conditions, it, the way you the way you view those conditions, the way you those are all um, realistic evaluations of your work experience and uh, an accurate uh, appraisal of your feelings. There's nothing wrong with that. So I'm not sure if I made the point that I wanted to make before, but this is a crucial point with you, and I feel like it really needs to be be made that there's this underlying current of blame in your voice. And if you approach your superiors this way, I think you're going to really be shooting yourself in the foot. Because you want to be able to assert yourself and not do it in a blameful way. Okay, so you're you're kind of at a loss to move forward now, it seems. Okay, well, growing up in a large family and needing to interrupt to be heard, thats that makes sense. But then again, my perspective would be that that only triggered a certain quality in you. That you know, we got to take responsibility for all of our qualities and the environments, the fa- the growth, the environment that we chose to grow up in is something we chose, and it it evoked those qualities that we had already within. Whether it's boundary issues or feeling like you're not being respected or that you're you know you're being powerless maybe that's another thing that you could trace back to coming from a large family is this feeling of powerlessness that you're describing but in any event it's something that you need to take responsibility for and not blame you know not blame your your large family for for that quality in yourself that's that's the one of the foundations of the work that we're doing. So, you know, I think you're doing well that you're that you're discussing all these things. But the next step would be to, and I think it'd be a really good practice for you to, when we're talking, for you to observe how you're conveying yourself and the quality in your voice, and be really. Looking for this quality of blamefulness in your voice, because it's not easy to hear either. I'm being quite honest with you now. It's listening to a blameful person. And instead, what would you know what I would suggest would be to go to your feelings, to be honest about your feelings, like what were your feelings? during this whole episode with the secretary. You know, what what feelings were coming up for you? Just talking about those feelings in a non-blameful way, and, in, and also in a non-judgmental way. There was a lot of judgmentalism in your voice. For example, she doesn't do anything, so you seem to be judging her for, for that. You know, like she should be doing something, and I guess she should be, but uh, you were kind of buying into that. You know, that was... Part of why you felt justified in being blameful with her because she wasn't doing anything. So what was your what was your feeling right there? How did it start? What was your initial feeling with her? Okay, so this sounds like a good a good uh, issue here. Something needed to be done, and uh, you were getting frustrated, and then you decided to just see if you could do it yourself. Rather than actually uh, asserting yourself or, or confronting or or seeing if the if it could be done through the proper channels. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why don't we move it to a feeling level and take this through the process? Do you? Do you is this a good thing to start with? Okay, so just just relax. Close your eyes. Just go right into your body. Now just stay with the incident and move to the feeling, right from the beginning. And let's try to track the feeling from its inception, maybe through its developments, how the feeling developed. What was the first feeling that came up and you said it was frustration before? Is that still what you would say? Okay, so you you asked repeatedly and you got no response. So maybe there's a better way to sum up that feeling. Is it tying into this powerlessness that we've talked about? Sounds like just a need to be respected and recognized, right? So relying on somebody might be an important part of here. You have no choice but to rely on someone and they're not coming through. Right? So there's a kind of a disappointment. So uh, let's go to that, to the feeling. I'm just trying to zero in and define the feeling better. But stay with the feeling. Find it in your body. Breathe into it. And try to separate yourself from the feeling like we do. Use the event like a movie. Just see the event. Let the event bring up the feeling and then put the event aside. Just stay with the feeling. Take responsibility for it. There's something that's coming up from the inside. And what's happening? Are you able to stay with the feeling? Okay, so I want you to take responsibility for the feeling. You know what that means. That means that the the assumption that the feeling is coming from the inside, from a suppressed place this event is only triggering that feeling That I want you to move to a place of acceptance of this feeling feeling it in your body your entire body choicelessly keep breathing into it just be present with this feeling frustration, relying on someone they're not coming through disappointment and then witness actually let's go up to the third eye now look up Feel the higher self awakening. Feel yourself stepping back, just witnessing this feeling. Release the third eye. Let the feeling keep developing and what's happening now. Okay, let's stay stay with the anger, that's enough. Let the anger become conscious. There's certainly anger here. Let's take the anger through the steps. Take responsibility for it. Make the assumption. This is suppressed anger coming up. Being projected onto this event. Or this person. Move to a place of acceptance of the anger. Of the feeling experience. Usually we want to push this anger away. Because it's just so painful. Allow yourself to open to the anger. Just experience it in your body. Relax into it. Keep breathing into your body. Go up to the third eye now. Release the third eye you feel like you're able to do what I'm describing successfully? The steps, just feeling it in your body, detaching yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not pushing it away, are you? Shutting, shutting down, getting scared of it, or something like that? Okay, good. So, this is the work. This is good. Stay right with the anger. Let it come up. Use any images. Maybe it'll shift to a different image or a memory. Just stay present, that feeling. Keep using the breath. The breath can both bring up the energy and serve to integrate it, release it. Uh-huh. Is there anger associated with those memories? Okay, good. So that's a good recall. Stay right there. Your parents didn't have time for you. Your needs weren't met. You couldn't even have your own birthday. There's a lot of anger about that. That's justified. Let that anger come up. Just feel it in your body. There's no need to do anything about it or act it out or take it out on anybody. Just being present with the experience of it is going to start releasing it. Lessening it. Just keep breathing into it. Feel it in your body. Go up to the third eye again as you're doing that. Strain your eyes upwards. Release the third eye. Are you still with that same image? Mm-hmm. Okay, as you're staying there, I just want to reiterate the importance of taking responsibility for childhood experiences. Doing the process with this in mind so that you understand that childhood experiences were chosen by you, or drawn to you. You attract these circumstances. We attract all these circumstances. It corresponds to our karma, the karma that we came into this life with. And all these childhood experiences just catalyze our emotions, the suppressed emotions that we bring into this life. So I know they're painful, but you start reclaiming your power and this is important for you because you're talking about powerlessness and yet you talk as if other people are responsible for your experience so that's giving your power away that's when you become the victim so your feelings are minimized as a child and discouraged even. So that's part of your traumatic experience. Being teased, not having your feelings being respected, people trying to condition you to turn away from your feelings, that's all something that can be taken responsibility for intellectually and maybe somewhat abstractly. But you can do it. You can recognize that this experience was what you drew to yourself that mirrors the inner blocking. And it's true that those experiences may have catalyzed or may have seemed to cause some blocking on the inside. But we have to make the assumption that it's just the karmic experience that you draw to you. It's just. These, all these childhood experiences just crystallize what's already inside. So, go to that place of feelings being restricted, being discouraged, being shut down, being minimized. That's an important experience right there. Okay, not being heard, not being respected, stay right there i just want you to experience this condition this inner condition of not having of not being respected it's the experience of this feeling that you're describing this feeling of not being respected i want you to find this experience in let's say its purest form disconnected from the outside events that seem to evoke it in you what's what's this disrespect like what does it feel like let's just have that experience right now without holding anybody else responsible for it just have the energetic experience when you shift to authentic processing it becomes an energetic experience, not so much an emotional experience. That's one way to tell if you're going in the right direction. You'll, you'll know what I mean if, you, if you're there. Hmm? It's all a matter of stopping the mind. The mind is where blame is. It would be helpful if you can make that distinction, make these distinctions between the mind and the feelings. Recognize when the mind is acting up, the mind wants to blame. And we're usually so close to the mind that we can't see that it's blaming. You have to step back from the mind as well. Recognize when the mind is blaming. And then understand that that's not not something that's going to help you. That's just continuing to undermine you. So when you see the mind blaming, just stop it. You can just stop it automatically by making that decision. But you can't stop the feelings. The feelings need to be experienced. So stop the mind. Stop the blaming. Stay with the experience of the feelings. And what's the feeling that you're with right now? Okay, worthlessness, that's good. It's a good feeling. This is getting very close to a core feeling for you. Okay, so that's a, that's a beautiful recall. Just stay right there. It's painful. Be present with the pain that the child is experiencing. Mm. So, let's, let's make the most of this and take that feeling of shame And just let's process that. Stay present with the shame. Mm -hmm. Okay, so your father is minimizing your feelings, not recognizing your feelings. All you wanted was him to acknowledge your feeling and maybe to support you a little, to hold you or something like that. But he didn't even recognize your feeling. He shamed you instead. But let's assume that the shame is coming from the inside. Just be present with the shame. Let's experience this. Let's assume this feeling needs to be released. And that if you weren't carrying it on the inside, this event may not have happened exactly as you remembered it or as exactly as it happened. Just stay present with the shame. Separate it from the event. Okay, let the shame increase. Maybe it will include some other experiences or memories. Let's look at this as a core feeling that needs to be brought to the surface by you moving to a place of acceptance of it. Accepting the feeling, even though it's painful. But detaching yourself, witnessing. Go up to the third eye again right now. As you breathe into the shame, just stay present with it. Release the third eye. Take a few big breaths in your body. Expand your entire torso. Let yourself relax on the exhale. Okay, so stay present with the shame again, coming up in these new circumstances. You feel inadequate. And especially the dreads, stay present with that as well. Include that in. Breathe into the body. Just relax into all these feelings. Don't be afraid of the feelings. Recognize that they're irrational feelings, but they're still energies that are present with you that need to be integrated and released just by being present with them you're going to do that keep breathing into your entire torso it's going to loosen up the energy alright so if hopelessness is coming up, regard it as an irrational conclusion an emotional reaction that you're making to the original scene. You can process the hopelessness. It's just another feeling. Or you can put it aside and go back to the original feelings. Which I think are a little more of a core feeling for you this inadequacy or the feeling of being flawed. Remember what we're doing here, these, all these negative feelings we regard as just the negative pole of a dualistic emotional experience. There's the feeling of inadequacy. There's the feeling of being competent. They go together. We can't have one without the other. But somehow this feeling of inadequacy has become suppressed with you and builds up to the point where it becomes an influence, an undesirable influence. But if you can recognize that it's just part of the human experience, be able to experience it. Just open to the experience on an energetic level without being afraid of it. It might be good to recognize that that conclusion that you're making, that it's better to be invisible, can be a conclusion that's been influencing you as an adult. Yeah, you don't want any attention, even though that's what you feel you don't get, because the attention that you do get is negative attention. So. You'd rather not have that. But this is an important insight here. Because the negative has built up so much, probably any attention that you get is going to appear to be negative to you. If you can grasp this intellectually, this is an important insight. And that you may need to go through the negative attention because it's been built up, the feeling, it triggers the feeling of inadequacy. You may need to go to go through this before you can actually move into a positive experience of getting positive attention. If you can understand that intellectually, if you can fortify yourself, if you can make yourself strong to be able to withstand this experience of receiving the negative attention of receiving the disapproval really you have no choice because the subconscious is projecting and drawing these events to you your choice would be either to retreat and to become invisible or to fight the negative attention when you get it but the third choice would be to surrender to the experience and then move those feelings through the process. That's the way that would result in moving forward emotionally. So put aside any mental conclusions that you made as a child that you'd rather be invisible and see how that's influencing you now in your life as an adult. Recognize that you don't need to feel that way. But if you do, receive attention, you have to be prepared for it to be negative. This is your karma. This is your burden that you're facing. And when you do get positive attention, it makes you feel uncomfortable, because you can't accept it, because the same blocking that's in place to prevent the negative attention is preventing you from really taking in the positive attention. So that's exactly how it works, whether it's attention or love or anything. The blocking to keep out the negative keeps out the positive as well. But fortify yourself. It's once you learn to face directly. You know, we hear these cliches. Face our issues. Face our problems. Face our demons. This is what it means for you. And once you learn to do that, it it comes under control pretty quickly. The problem is that we've not been facing the issues. And this is another way of saying we've not been accepting ourselves because these issues are just ourselves being reflected to ourselves through the mechanism of projection. If you can accept your outer experience, you're accepting yourself. Then you start to move forward. And as you accept, you move into an experience on an emotional, energetic level of these feelings, that's how you do it.